we were always dabbling in things and building things and playing around. And we went, uh, went on a golf trip and a bunch of our buddies were, were asking what the next project was. And we decided a steel was going to be it. Welcome to Drop the Disc. Thank you so much for joining us today with this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast. If you enjoy today's episode, here's just your monthly, daily, weekly reminder. Tell a friend or leave a rating or review however you listen. We really appreciate that. Today we'll be talking to two Davids, David Long and David Hopkins. And we get to talk about the merger of Dirty Girl and Second City Distillery, but we start with the background on how Second City Distillery came to be in Augusta. Built, built a still, um, did that whole thing, and uh, don't anybody get any ideas. You're not supposed to do that. Now, we've already talked to David Hopkins, and if you haven't heard that episode, you can go listen to The Dirty Girl Next Door, which debuted March 8th of 2020. But we talked to David Long about how he got into the very niche world of distilling. The chemistry is actually the fun part of it to me. He is the mad scientist, as we say. He never gets mad. And of course, about their newest line of canned cocktails, starting with the transfusion. Probably about two or three different variations of it before we even felt confident to bring the public in. Thank you again so much for tuning in today. We really do appreciate it. If you enjoy today's episode, go leave us a rating or review wherever you listen. Uh, One more time, I always have to ask because the more you guys do it, the more it helps us to grow, which helps spread this message about Augusta. And of course, today's episode is presented by our presenting sponsor for years now, Nancy Powell of Powell & Associates. Not only is she really involved in the community and of course, a fantastic real estate agent and broker, she's also got her own show. It's called Broker Bites and that's B-Y-T-E-S. If you wanna learn more about the Augusta market, whether it's about small businesses, nonprofits, or of course, real estate, Broker Bites is a great place to start. And you can listen to Broker Bites wherever you listen to the Drop the Disc podcast. So go check it out once you're done listening. And she's also on YouTube. So she's got a little bit of a leg up on us there. It's just another day on the road to be great. Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate. Another episode of my life to the date. Yeah, and I'ma do it all with a smile on my face. In the land of the free, at the home of the brave. The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes. And never stop the hustle, gotta keep up the pace. I ain't got time to waste. I got moves I'ma make. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the topic is. We gon' talk about it on Drop the Disc. We can dive in on city politics. Or I can brag about my accomplishments. If you hating on the city, it is not a fin. Problem is that you're probably lacking common sense. Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big. And you gon' see him here first, don't drop the disc. Hey. Learn a lot about the 706. About to chop it up with David and Chris. A lot of interviews you would hate to miss. AUG in the mix, just drop the disc. Uh. Learn a lot about the 706. About to chop it up with David and Chris. A lot of interviews you would hate to miss. AG in the mix, just drop the disc. Just drop the disc. And of course, please check out, next time you're listening to music, check out C Lark. C dot Lark, L A R K. Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. We're Drop the Disc Podcast. We have a kind of cool collaboration that's come to uh, effect. 
And it's uh, we've been talking about yeah. it because they're sponsors of the show. I so think, you've already heard their names a few times if you're a longtime listener. And I think it's kind of funny because David, I David Bash, as y'all learn, which is later, important. Yes, David Bash, uh, you and I, when this marriage happened, I kind of called all of the cans that I see on the table right now. <laughs> it was kind of something that I just nice. told everybody <laughs> that don't worry, it's gonna it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna get it's gonna be awesome. Yes. So today we're here with D Long. And David Hopkins. And Josie Swanson. Josie, that was real quiet, but we'll get back to you. We appreciate you being here. <laughs> <laughs> and just for those at home, D-Long, that's also David. David so we've got three yeah. Davids in the house today. We've got a Josie, we got a Chris. We're figuring it out. Yes, we are. And so tell us a little bit about yourselves, what you guys do, and then we'll jump right in. Yeah, so um, we were given nicknames today. I'm going by, this is David Hopkins. I'm going by D-Hop. And, Just like uh, football player. That's right, <laughs> exactly. Um, much of the same attributes. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Enough about that. He's got better hair, but that's, that's right. about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, my name is David Hopkins. Um, I was uh, one of the original um, partners and owners of Dirty Girl Cocktail Mixers. Um, and D. Long, not to steal his thunder, but he was the founder and creator of Second City Distillery. And uh, both operated in, and, uh, and, and were owned independent of one another as of uh, about five months ago. And then through some collaborations that we'll probably get into um, a little further detail on throughout this podcast, the two companies uh, combined forces um, in about September or October of mm -hmm. 2021. So we are now um, the parent company, which we're announcing is uh, actually, we we're, I guess we're announcing the day. So uh, <laughs> oh, wow. it's, That's it's right. a Second City Beverage Company. Uh, pleasure to be on the announcing side of That's that. Right. That's yes. pretty cool. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so that let's, should help ratings for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so David, you've been on this show before. Um, so you kind of know the format, you know, we, last time you were here, we were talking about you guys growing your brand from dirty girl and kind sure. of coming out with new mixers. I think at that time you just had three. So things have obviously mm -hmm. changed a little bit since then. Absolutely. Um, we're going to get each of y'all's backgrounds, but David, let's start by catching up with your life since we already have your whole background. Sure. And then, you know, if people want to listen more, we'll drop the episode title so they can go find it. Fair enough. So the last time we talked to you was what, 2020? I yeah. believe so, 2020. yeah. Yeah, we were... We had just returned from the South Beach show in Miami. Yeah, so 2020, so right? So being here was, you know, pretty cool, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> similar scenery. Similar scenery. You look outside, it looks just like South Beach. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, very similar. <laughs> so um, tell us about, you know, tell us about Dirty Girl and yourself personally kind of since then. And give us like a, a quick like 90 second background on yourself if if people are first time listeners. Sure. Uh, born in Mississippi, but moved to Augusta the age of eight or nine. So I consider Augusta home, um, claim Augusta as my home. Um, my wife and I, last time I was on, we had a, 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 about a four month old. He's now two and a half. So that's kept life very busy and interesting, but loving every minute of it. But on the business side since then, yes, you're correct. When we were here last time, we were just focused on the cocktail mixers, mm -hmm. but that has certainly changed uh, drastically. Um, uh, uh, probably middle of 2020, um, D. Long and I uh, collaborated on the idea of the canned cocktail space. It was becoming more and more popular, um, as you have seen out in the market. And we had the idea of doing this transfusion. Well, I had 
and I still have very limited uh, experience and knowledge on the distillery side of things, but D. Long, who's one of the most humble people you ever meet, is extremely knowledgeable and very talented in that space. So that was my first call was to him. How do we make this happen? One thing led to another. We collaborated and did the transfusion together. And um, after we had proof of concept in that space, it just made a lot of sense to join forces and, and combine companies. And as we like to say, um, now we're vertically integrated. Uh, we can do everything in-house from the canning, the bottling, the, the labeling. Everything is done at the distillery in downtown Augusta, and which has allowed us to execute and get to market uh even quicker with the new varieties such as the Bloody Mary in the can and the the newest product that just released this week, which is the vodka Rita in the can. It's very interesting to me that you chose transfusion, which isn't a mixer sure. that y'all have. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about that. And maybe we can move into that later. Yeah, like, when no, we no, get no, I'm y'all. curious. Like, what's the yeah. background on the transfusion? I mean, obviously transfusion is a perfect mix for golf week mm-hmm. here in Augusta. But the transfusion, you could have started with the vodka Rita. Absolutely. So was the v- transfusion just a good t- test? Like where did it come a from? A test run? Yeah. You know, I, I wish um, D. Long and I need all the credit we can possibly get, but no credit <laughs> is owed to us on that one as well. That goes back to Amanda Collins, once yeah. again, who is just a creative genius and, and our creative engine for the for everything we do at the distillery as well as uh, on the mixer side. Um, it was something that she was aware of and said we should explore, and, and um, we did. And then even back to the early days when Erica was with us. Erica, shout out to Erica. Erica's no longer with us, but uh, we love Erica. She's uh, just got married and expecting yeah. a baby. So, But she was very instrumental in helping us with this transfusion as well. Um, but it was just a, a, a cocktail that had been around a lot longer than people probably were aware of. It's a golf course staple and is extremely popular in the golf course community. And being that we're based here and headquartered and proud of it in Augusta, Georgia, it's the, we say the golf capital of the world. We felt that that would be um, a, a, a good addition to our portfolio, um, releasing something that was very golf course uh, specific. And it tied in the, the artwork on the can with it as well. Yeah. Um, once we saw that it was a space that made sense for us, it was then just, as you said, a natural, um, natural move just to go into the Bloody Mary and the vodka Rita that was, was already done. Well, props us. to you. The transfusion was a hit. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, it that's, was. That's a, a, a lot of credit to D. Long for that. He is the mad scientist, as we say. He never gets mad, but he is the <laughs> mad scientist. I'd like to see him mad one day. Yeah. <laughs> never, see what we can see, do. You yeah, know? yeah. Good luck. <laughs> well, let's let's transition now sure. to D. Long. Um, let's let's kind of go deep on your side because I see the questions about transfusions and the mixes and the drinks starting to come up already and i'm excited to ask them but let's keep them in their place um because i i'm about to break character here so (laughs) david david long um you know we're gonna put you through more than we're gonna put the other two through um which is really exciting for them i'm sure yeah that sounds great (laughs) (laughs) so can you uh can you start by answering the question that we like to start all of our shows with which is are you from augusta uh, no, I was born here. Um, grew up in uh, Johnston, South Carolina, the peach capital of the world. Okay. I, kind of ironic, right? Yeah. yeah very, <laughs> very ironic. A lot of people don't realize that, but yeah, 
the Edgefield County supposedly produces more peaches than the entire state of Georgia. I uh, believe it. I've heard it. So that's why I don't tell anybody over over on this side of the river, you know. So you, you didn't grow up in this area, but you were born here. Uh, Well, I was born in the city of Augusta and, and it is, it's, it's always been kind of a second home, uh, growing up kind of somewhat out in the middle of nowhere, uh, 25 miles away. We, we came to Augusta for everything. We shop here, go to the movies here, um, always have, and, and we still do. Have you lived in Johnston pretty much your whole life? Uh, most of it. I mean, I bounced around after college. I lived in Mobile, Alabama, uh, Memphis, Tennessee for a little while, and then ultimately came came home. So pretty much been here all my life. So have you always been distilling? No. No. When did that start? Uh, probably 12 or 13 years ago. Okay. Um, got into it, playing around, um, you know, one of those in the garage kind of experimentation yeah, yeah. thing I understand. I built, built a steel um did that whole thing and uh, don't anybody get any ideas you're not supposed to do that <laughs> without the proper licensing um, how, what's the uh how many years has it been <laughs> a while uh, like i said 12 or 13 um i the business carolina moon anyway the the first distillery is almost mm-hmm. 10 years old mm-hmm. Uh, will be next year. So you you started doing that, and you mentioned you went to college. Did you study business in college? What did you think you were going to be doing while uh, you were doing this on the side? No, I, I never thought in a million years I'd be doing that. <laughs> I didn't. It, it, I tell people a lot of times I got into this business almost by accident. Um, we uh, I went to college for packaging, uh, packaging engineering. Um, got out. That's kind of what took me around to the couple different cities I lived in, and. Um, uh, came back to Augusta. I did work for Club Car for for a handful of years, um, and then went into uh, packaging, uh, packaging sales basically anything from cans to stretch film to boxes to tape, specialized shrink films like what's actually on the can. So we're looking at these cans, and you're kind of an expert in like how they come to be. It, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'd say an expert, but I mean, I do still. <laughs> I, this is part of what I've learned to do in in school. Okay. Um, so I still use it a little bit. And and were you working in that field after school? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, I worked for a company called Expedex that was owned by International Paper. And uh, Club Car was a big customer. Kellogg, uh, several of the, uh, you know, food packaging plants around, around the area. Uh, just about uh, anybody. I say Kellogg's no longer here. I think they're Ferrara now. But um Let's see, Thompson Plastics. This, I went from basically Lexington down to, to Thompson was my, my territory. So Augusta was kind of the hub. Square in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So you have this kind of business going on. And what is it that makes you want to have a still? Uh, kind of. Uh, aside from good fun. I, I mean, mean right? Was, like. The, well, the chemistry of this business <laughs> is what has always attracted me to it. A lot okay. of people don't really think about the science side of it. It's more of the the, the product lure of yeah. yeah bootlegging and the product of it and all of that. Uh, but no, the chemistry is actually the fun part of it to me. I'm kind of nerdy on that side of it. But going back to the steel question, that actually came from from kind of a a, a dare. Um, we, <laughs> me and a, I didn't a, know that. a, a yeah. A, prior business partner um who was one of the founders of carolina moon we were always dabbling in things and building things and playing around and we went uh went on a golf trip and a bunch of our buddies were were asking what the next project was and 
we decided a steal was going to be it. <laughs> they told us we couldn't do it, and we did. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. really love that. Yeah. I've still got the first one. It's a, a five-gallon keg. Uh, it doesn't, Permitted at all? No. no it's, <laughs> it's disassembled in the barn. Uh, we don't – yeah, you need to see that one. I it's, love uh, to. It's uh, – it's not the most beautiful thing in the world, and it made some just awful, awful spirits, uh, <laughs> if, we're being, if we're being honest. So. But we've come a long way since then. So you got dared to do this. You got dared to to make a still and, mm-hmm. and to make moonshine? Is that yep. Was that the dare? Like yep. make some moonshine? We built we built the still. It sat in the garage for probably six months. Uh, another friend came over, um, and he was like, if, y'all don't even know if it works. And so we fired it up and, and it worked. It did. It worked. Um, so, uh, after that, we, uh, it kind of, one thing led to another, uh, the moonshine business was actually a craze if you can believe it or not. Uh, about probably about 10 years ago, uh, moonshiners was on television. The right. ratings were through the roof. Yeah. People were coming out of the woodworks with it. And, um, we decided, you know, in, in downtown Edgefield, real estate's pretty cheap. Uh, was really cheap at the time. Uh, got an old uh, hardware store on the square and decided to uh, open a, a beer money business, for lack of a better word. We were only open on uh, Saturdays, and all we made was white whiskey moonshine. <laughs> Love that. Yep. Love that. So you were part of Carolina Moon Distillery mm-hmm. yep. at the time when it opened. Yeah, I was one of three of the original founders, uh, Cal Bowie and uh, Bill Hatch. The three okay. of us opened that business. And like I said, we were – it was one of those things. We, we enjoyed it, um, and moonshine happened to be a, a thing at the time. Right. So we yeah. decided, you know, why not try it out? And it um, you know, it gradually grew into into kind of, you know – the second location started. We we went. Well, I guess back up a minute. Yeah, we uh, we went from only open Saturdays to being open Tuesday through Saturday with one product. People were coming in and uh, they actually liked it. So um, we started making more of it. We built uh, two more stills, uh, which are still in the original location, and then distribution uh, called and they said, "Hey guys, y'all are getting a little traction. We'd like to represent you across the state of South Carolina." Would you come meet with us? Absolutely. So we drove to Columbia. Um, and wait, real quick, were you still working your other job yes. at this point? Yes, I was working my other job. Holy at crap! Point. So we uh, <laughs> we we go to Columbia. Uh, we meet with a distributor, and they they said, "Hey, you know this this we want to we want to bring this on in our portfolio, but you got to do something for us. You got to change the name, and the proof's got to be higher." Our original product was eighty proof white whiskey called Edgefield Moonshine. We were not very creative <laughs> with, our, with our name. Times New Roman yeah. font. Yeah. On, yeah. On the exactly. I mean, very, very simple. The labels were, were, were black and white. I mean, just pretty, pretty standard, I guess. <laughs> um, so we go back home. Uh, we kind of hemmed and hauled on, you know, what do we name it? Um, it uh, became known as rabbit spit because of a quote that was given to us by the town of Edgefield. Um, a famous judge, uh, was quoted saying that Edgefield liquor was mean enough to make a rabbit spit in a bulldog's face. 
So our distiller at the time who we had hired, who is still with us, Rick Van, started Rick. started calling it Rabbit what a good Spit. Guy. He oh, he's a great guy. Yeah, yes. yeah. Rick's our Rick. official, unofficial mascot. Yeah, but, <laughs> but when Rick, when y'all when this airs, Rick is on vacation right now in St. Yeah. Thomas, I think. I think so. Good for him. Yeah, we're yeah. getting a lot of pictures. He's rubbing it in. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. But for well, a week too. I know. <laughs> well deserved though. He, That's right. That's right. He's been working hard. Working hard. Um, so rabbit spit kind of grew legs. Uh, the distributor actually liked it, uh, the name. And so then we had to settle on a proof. Um, we had competitors at the time. We were the fourth micro distillery to open in the state of South Carolina. And our other, uh, three competitors had one had 107, 102. There was a lot of different ones around. And we actually were sitting in the front of the distillery and the decal, the window decal guy, was putting new decals of the address on the top square of the door. And the address is 116 Courthouse Square. So 116 proof became our go-to. <laughs> we, you'll see through talking, we, we like to, to tie things in with whatever we can, even though I did argue that I was too high. But, again, the <laughs> distributor was like, heck no, let's go. 116 proof. So, anyway, we, we take off with that. Uh, at that point, it became running stills during the week uh, at 3 a.m., um, and that was the point where uh, Cal actually walked into the distillery and woke me up while the still was running, and he actually, I'll never forget it, he kicked my foot and woke me up, and he said, does it feel like a job yet? And at that point, we all decided that we were either going to get divorced or fired uh, <laughs> or both. So. <laughs> Uh, it, it, somebody, something had to change and I was kind of in a transition in the packaging business. So I decided, you know what guys, just for the next year, I'm, I'm going to do it. When and was this? 2013. Okay. Um, and I've been there ever since. And, and real quick uh, about the proof it, you know, when people think of moonshine, I, I mean, a lot of times they probably think of like the strongest stuff you can get. Like they're probably thinking of Everclear. Mm -hmm. What is moonshine usually proofed at? Like what's, is there a standard? Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> commercially it, in the hundreds usually. Okay. And that, but that goes back. I mean, I could talk to you guys until uh, the sun goes down about why that is. There's a lot of different reasons, but, um, moonshining in general one run out of a steel when you blend it back together lands in that proof area so mm -hmm. from 105 to 120 and so that's it's kind of take your take your pick was. kind of the thing yeah stay tuned we'll be back with more of the drop the disc podcast right after this i'm here to tell you about savannah river brewing company there's something about a really good craft beer that's made here in Augusta, Georgia. Something about it just makes it so special to me personally. And I know there's others out there that feel the same way. If you haven't been to Savannah River Brewing, I'm a little upset. I totally get it if you don't like beer, but it's time to go give it a shot. They've got a good, nice deck outside to enjoy the weather that's covered. They've got an incredible clean inside. And of course, you've got to check out the brewery tour to see how the beer is made. They have just dropped a single hop small batch. This time around, they are featuring Triumph Hops, which features soft notes of orange zest, lime, and a juicy punch of peach. It's sweet, I promise, but it's at 7.5%, so it'll sneak up on you. 
but I'm telling you to go check it out at Savannah River Brewing Company, located off of 5th Street. We're at 2013. You've opened, you've started your new full-time job. Um, what happened next, and, and what is it that brought you to open a location in Augusta? Uh, well, we when we decided that it that I was going to make the leap, so to speak, we knew at that point it was, um, you know, I mean, you're either growing or you're not. And so we started looking around to identify what, what do we do next? Where do we go? Um, and that was in distribution or, and, or other locations, uh, distribution was the original plan. Um, but as you find out when you get into this business, distribution can be a tricky thing. And so you said distribution was the original plan. What do you mean by that? Um, to have the distillery and have the tasting room because you have to have the tasting room legally to yeah. be a micro. Yeah. Um, and it, um, uh, but it, your the, plan was to, to send things out to liquor stores exactly. and Loading Walmart truck, so. or whoever will exactly. buy that kind of stuff. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, so when you get into that world, you, you figure out again, like I said, it's not, it's, it's a little trickier than one may think. Um, so we we realized, man, the tasting room's actually generating a pretty good amount for us. So, you know, it's it's actually it's not just here to, because it's got to be. You know, uh, there were people driving to a little tiny town in South Carolina, Edgefield, um, and still do, and, and still do, cool. and still do. Yeah, it's, yes, really, it's cool. really cool. Mm -hmm. And um, so at that point, it was okay. We've got Aiken and Augusta are the closest to you know large areas. Augusta made more sense to us just because it's across the river in a different state. It's a bigger uh, metropolitan area, so to speak. Um, let's look at it. At the time, I would say that was probably 2016-ish. Um, the laws in Georgia for micro distilling were not friendly. Right. We've heard about that from the yes. brewery. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, it, it, I mean, not to get too much in the weeds of it, but it just didn't make financial sense to have a tasting room. What were a couple Georgia. of like just dumb laws? Well, the biggest thing was at the time you could, we could have opened this distillery here and you can't, you couldn't sell to, you could not sell direct to the customer at all. Like we could in South Carolina. So in South had Carolina, to go a distribution it, it had to be no yeah. matter what. So it, the South Carolina laws, the way the micro distilling laws were written, if they if they come into the distillery, they can buy our products directly, but that's the only place. Uh, in Georgia, that's not the case. They could come to the distillery and still not be able to purchase. And with what I just told you about the fact that we realized, man, the this little tiny tasting room here is actually actually doing okay. Mm -hmm. We we needed that, so we kind of tabled it. Um, we started coming out with new flavors. We realized that we needed to be in uh, kind of what, what we call real spirits, yeah, bourbon, <laughs> yeah. whiskey, non vodka, moonshine vodka spirits. gin. Yeah, graduate from moonshine. <laughs> um, so we that's exactly what we did. We put out 10 G's vodka, Becky Cotton's gin, Tally Ho bourbon, uh, several different ones. And that was that was through the course of two or three years um, We that we – you know, brought those products out. And then we got a call from uh, the downtown development folks uh, here in Augusta. And they said, hey, it, just so you know, we know you guys were looking at one time. Um, the, the laws may be about to change. Would you come talk to us and maybe talk to some of the commissioners about 
bringing what needs to happen first and then what it would take to bring your business here. And we said, absolutely. So they were correct. The laws changed um, in Atlanta and um, we, we worked with Richmond County to, um, you know, we suggested, Hey, it, go take a look at Savannah. Uh, Savannah's already already done some of the zoning things to allow uh, to allow it in certain areas and things like that. Uh, so they did, and um, and then in um, we started that project. I guess about in 2018, uh, we found the building um, and uh, started building. Now you have a great location, thank you, right I by like the it. river. Yeah, we it's, can see it right now. We can almost no, see it. I know that's great. Yeah. If I, Bend my neck. I can weird. see it. Yeah, David, can David see it. might not be able to. Um, now you already had a name. You had Carolina Moonshine. What? Where did Second City come from? Second City came from going back to the way we like to kind of tie things in. Um, we always look for historical references uh, for any of our products and things like that, um, and then maybe some other tie-in. And we landed on it because. Augusta was briefly the second capital of the state of Georgia. Um, like I told you earlier, it's kind of always been our second home, mm-hmm. and it was our second location. So second city it, it was. Perfect. Now take us one last leg of the journey to meeting David, meeting David Hopkins, that is. So Don't hold back, D-Long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't worry. Don't worry. No, we uh, – so – we open and we, we get the build out done and we open in 2019. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to events around here. Um, we start running into, uh, David and, and Amanda and the dirty girl products basically. Cause I mean, they're, they're mixer products and we're, we're spirits. So we're at all of the same, mm-hmm. same functions basically. And, um, he and I began to, to talk about, uh, you know, force, I guess first we, we, you know, kind of formed a relationship. Uh, hey, you know, it, starting to see you a bunch. Nice to see you. We get to know each other a little bit. And, uh, and then the next thing was, is, you know, Hey, how we should, we should collaborate. We should be doing business together in some kind of way. And I said, yeah, exactly. We definitely should. Um, so we didn't have any, any mixers at the distilleries. Um, so the first step, uh, was, you know, let us let us have have the Dirty Girl Bloody Mary for sure, uh, because we do a Bloody Mary bar at the uh, Augusta Market, or we were doing one at the time. Right. Um, so it, it made perfect sense. Let us have that, and let us be an outlet for you. Um, and then, probably two or three run-ins later, he asked me. He said, "Hey, you know, what do you know about a transfusion?" And I was like, "Well, I." I I think I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys have done a lot um, for the transfusion name recognition. Yeah, well, that's great to hear for <laughs> sure. Um, so it, from there, it, it was, you know, canned cocktails, RTDs. The seltzer market was just going right. crazy at the time. Um, but he and I talked a bunch about, you know, seltzers are hot now, but, you know, there's another category called a ready-to-drink cocktail that mm-hmm. is – still kind of on the climb right um you know what what do you think about looking into that transfusion might be the might be the one to do it and um after that we we formed a partnership uh figured out went through a couple recipes that worked and um or 
a couple that didn't, I guess, and then land, <laughs> landed on one that did. did. Y'all came I'm in tr- and tried some of them. We didn't tr- y'all? I tried one of them, and I think it was the one though. I didn't try different types. We so how many how many recipes? I think are we, we tried one that was a little stronger. Yes, yeah. than the final product ended up being. Well. Because he went to Clemson, we have to make the math a little easier. So we, uh, I knew you'd work that in some fired. kind of way. No, we it was at ten percent. We weren't sure. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, 10%. and and the, the the space, the RTD space, as DeLong touched on, you know, it's there's an educational portion of this for the consumer too. There's the the seltzer category, mm-hmm. which sometimes early on we were mistaken for. You know, right. we're not a seltzer. We're a full right. body cocktail in a can. Um, but so we were kind of looking at what the seltzer category was doing. Everything in that space is four and a half to five and a half. And we're, we're we can't, you know, we're like, well, we don't for a full body cocktail, we need to be in that seven to 10. And I think yeah. David, the you 10 try, was good. It the was, 10 great. was great. Uh, it I was don't remember like, any yeah. of it. The the was was easy to drink. <laughs> well, that's the problem. People would not have purchased more than one four pack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we still like that. That 10 ABV, I think for certain cocktails, right. it makes sense. But yeah. for for what's in front of you here, the the, the staples that we have at the mar- in the market now, seven seems to be a good. You know, we we voice a customer. We we had several rounds of tastings in the distillery, and you know, they all filled out a survey when they left, and that's it was it was pretty unanimous. By the time we went through, two hundred and plus uh, people came in and offered their opinion. The it was pretty clear that we needed to be at that 7%. Y'all didn't um, read mine that said, make it stronger. <laughs> <laughs> we can always do that. So, yeah. so I'm curious, how many, how many recipes did y'all go through to get the one recipe? D long. I, I would say about five different versions of it. Yep. Would you, would you, yep. is that fair? That's right. There may, there's actually probably one or two that didn't even make it to the that, tasting. Yeah. 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 So probably more. I mean, it, we, when it, when it, gets down to product development um it's very hectic for d long and because we're well this is great but i like i like the tasting notes from this one a little better can you combine them can you do this can you so he's just constantly tweaking and um and it 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 makes it a little difficult for him but that's why bringing that voice of customer into the distillery and and letting them taste it and and give us their feedback really takes a lot of that guesswork out for us but yeah d long you're right probably about two or three different variations of it before we even felt confident to bring the public in to offer their opinion yeah that's that's not surprising stay tuned we'll be right back with david long and david hopkins right after this message from our friends the clubhouse it's Augusta's nonprofit innovation center located inside the Georgia Cyber Center. How can they help you? Are you looking for an inexpensive place to work? The clubhouse has memberships starting at less than $50 a month, and you can get a desk and a conference room access with them right central downtown at the Georgia Cyber Center. And if you're trying to grow a business, that space is really helpful. And the Make Startups program, we also think is going to be very helpful. It's a program where they teach entrepreneurs the basics of not only getting their business started, but also being successful. Check out the clubhouse next time you're looking for business solutions, whether it's for yourself, where you're working, or you just need a great place to relax and kick back while you work, you can find more information by visiting them online at theclubhow.se. Now, before we get too far into this, we have one more person here, um, and she does not want to talk. So, so Josie is not getting Josie, out of get this. It, get in the hot seat. So, Josie, we are going to do the... Um, 
the merciful thing. We will not make you tell a 15 minute story like Thank we just you. made David Appreciate tell. That. I'm sure you do have a 15 minute story. I mean, it definitely probably be longer, but that's <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> we will make you do it. Don't worry. So Josie, uh, tell us first what you do with Second City, and then we'll ask you a couple questions about your background. Yeah, definitely. So I am the general manager down there. I kind of do like a little bit of the day-to-day, any sort of events that we have going on, you know, I make sure they get taken care of properly and that everybody is happy when they are there. Um, And then the cocktail aspect of it, we do uh, cocktail flights and we have them on tap. And so I kind of come up with all the recipes for them and make sure that they look pretty and all that good fun stuff. And that general management. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Quality control (laughs) is the best part about the job for sure. So Josie, are you, are you from Augusta? No, I'm actually from Washington state. Originally I moved to Georgia in 2015 to go to college down in Brunswick. And then I moved to Augusta 2020. So just a couple of years. What was the occasion? Well, first of all, what did you study? And then what brought you to Augusta? Um, I actually started with psychology, but then ended up with business. And then my roommate at the time down there, she's from here. So it was COVID happening, you know, work was done just because no one was working. And my lease was about to be up and she was like, hey, do you want to move up to Augusta with me? And I was like, why not? So I packed (laughs) up my apartment and made the move and... I don't think I'm going to go anywhere for a while. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that story about yeah. you. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. And I love it. So for two years, what did you, or, or I guess, how did you find Second City? How did you get By to where you are with them? By complete accident. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> it really, it really was. That works I, for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been working in the bar industry for a long time, and I have a friend who told me that Dirty Girl was actually hiring for just kind of like promo stuff. I was like, oh, like, cool. That sounds like it could be fun. So I sent over my resume to Dino, and who's the president of the company, mm-hmm. and we met. Cool guy. Yeah, great Shout out guy. to Dino, wherever yes. you are out there. <laughs> He's actually with his daughter right now, I think. Um, but... I met with him and David Long, and they kind of told me about the general manager position and asked if that's something that I would be interested in, and I was so on board with it. I definitely would have loved the other opportunity as well, but I think this is definitely more suited for me because, I mean, I get to work with these great spirits and these great people, so it was kind of a no-brainer for me. What's um, What's your favorite thing that they make? The gin. Is hands down. I, it is good gin. So that was such an easy, so quick answer too. Oh, that was laughing. crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big gin person, but y'all's gin is nice and sweet. No, it's, it's like oh, perfect. It's so stinking good. I mean, it goes down <laughs> like water. Way too easy. Yeah. And Josie, how are you finding Augusta? I love it. I moving from Brunswick, which is such a small, tiny little town. I came to Augusta and I was like, wow, I'm people like this is a real city again so i'm very happy i absolutely love it well it's a pleasure to have you yeah all right we'll we'll get you you can get out of the hot seat now if you'd like (laughs) because we're gonna we're gonna transition into talking about the distillery when y'all made the announcement of the marriage i immediately was telling everybody this is the best thing that could happen because augusta will be making some of the coolest canned cocktails ready to drink 
from Augusta, Georgia, which is incredible. And y'all, y'all have the golf in the background and the can art. I mean, it's just perfect. It's a perfect marriage. Well, I, I, it means a lot for you to say that, Chris. And I will one one thing I will say that we didn't we didn't really touch on is that's what's been great. You know, David, going back to your initial question, tell me what's changed since. Mm. 2019 almost nothing right yeah, yeah. well <laughs> and and that's probably one thing that doesn't get enough credit is you know on my side of things it was myself and two other people right you know and on the long side it was very similar i mean just both of us had limited resources you know we're still in a proof of concept stage we're still out there cutting our teeth right and and with the two companies combining forces I mean, like the cream bourbon that we haven't talked about that, well, Josie's pouring Which now. Which is currently being poured. You're not taking any, Elon? I'll try it. No, I've never had it before. It's, it's delicious. <laughs> We're going to go through so many cups, I bet that's with, fine. With some cinnamon, it would taste like uh, cinnamon, cinnamon Toast, toast crunch. crunch. So we have, a, we have a whiskey. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. I know. <laughs> really? Imagine that. So, so we have a... Uh, we have a flavored whiskey line as well. Cinnamon toast brunch. And yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But um, we do have a, a cinnamon whiskey, and it's more whiskey forward. If you think Fireball and, and it's I'm the Rick Rack. It's the Rick yep. Rack. Yeah. And if you do, oh, if, dude, this is good. If wow. we do Very equal, good. Yeah. it's like candy. <laughs> yep. If you do Dessert equal in a parts bottle. of it, it's a cinnamon toast crunch. In fact, T Bones will be That's serving great. that Masters Week. Really? Yeah. Wow. Heck yeah. The cream bourbon with them, if you don't mind. I I think that's the a really good place to start. Yeah. But that one thing, Chris, that you touched on is um, by the two companies combining forces. Yeah. Immediately, you know, we just were able to pull resources together. We were able to bring on, as we touched on, Dino, who's also a local guy, born born from born in Chicago, but moved here in middle school. Was a Went to a you know Lakeside High School local guy, very sound business mind. Thank you, Josie. Um, it, it, he's in the president's role now and has just done an incredible job. So he's able to focus on things that free D Long and I right. up, and Josie and others on the team to go focus on what we're better at and what we enjoy doing. Um, so we have really built out a, a, a team in the past four or five months. We went from on the Dirty Girl side, a, a team of three to four people to now we're close to 20 employees. That's incredible. With the two companies combined. That's incredible. And so. uh, 2020 brought out. Cheers, by the way. Yeah, this cheers. Is so good. Cheers. Isn't that good? Uh, 2020 brought out a creativity. Everybody got together and it was, you had to be creative. And this marriage between y'all was just that. And y'all literally can do whatever you want, really. Between the new labels on the bottles look incredible. The new bottles, the the way the new bottles, the glasswork itself is great. I would also want to talk about this crooked cow. So tell us a little yeah. bit about this. So we're drinking a caramel. This is pretty unique. Bourbon. Caramel bourbon yeah. cream. Cream. Yeah. It says. It, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'll I'll and it's twenty percent. Twenty percent, and you—that's one of the call-outs on it. So, if you think of rum chata, Bailey's, right. the cream liqueur space, yeah. um, this is an idea that D Long had in his back pocket for over a year. That's incredible. And um, good so, job. Thank you. This is really <laughs> good. It's phenomenal. And and one of the points of differentiation is just that that David just called out. If you if you if you go to any package store and look at the cordials, they're usually in that 13 to 17 percent 
um, ABV and we're at 20, which is it's so you and, and we have bourbon in it. Oftentimes they don't have bourbon and bourbon's obviously such a trend. In, I definitely expected this to have more trade offs yeah. in the taste than it than it does. Yeah, and I'll tell you That's some a good way to put it. <laughs> uh, it. Really, it's good. You can sometimes at home. I'll even put a little more bourbon in it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, you could. You, <laughs> Why not? Yeah. It's good either way. I would put this over my vanilla ice cream. It's good in coffee. Oh, that would be good. People are using it. That would be good. People are using it for desserts to cook with and things like that. This is really a pretty versatile product. It's pretty cool. Yeah, somebody in the Rectech family, um, it didn't make it downtown because we devoured it. But somebody in the Rectech family, um, it, it made a cheesecake from it. Oh, oh, really? And it is oh, really good. He wants the uh, the new variety that's coming out too to make some cheesecakes. Can we? Can we? What, since you just talked about it, yeah. can you kind of give us a little little teaser? Little teaser of the uh, new I, product. I love I love putting stuff like that out because then it means we have to execute. All right, My world is easy from here. It's when the mad, this is where the mad scientist has to step <laughs> in. So I'm fine committing to it. <laughs> Can I have another one? <laughs> no, right, pe- sounds pe- like two yeses. People know about it. Um, we're, there's some whispers out there, but we um, we partnered with a local um, artist, Jason Craig. Y'all yeah. probably know, love yeah. him. Super talented, He's really good. Shout he, out. He and uh, he and Amanda um, collaborated on that label, and um, that's correct. The and Crooked then, Cow. That's right, the Crooked Cow label, which the first variety that y'all are trying is the caramel flavored well we already have a peaches and cream variety that's going to be releasing man i'm gonna stick with this one but that sounds good too it's good david and then also (laughs) um an espresso Um, oh well wow yeah that's hot espresso martinis is hot right now espresso crooked cow would be hotter it's really good yeah this is cool so i'm curious now like from a from a business standpoint right so you guys are doing a really cool job of representing Augusta and you have this tasting room downtown. Have you have an, have have we given you an opportunity to talk about the changes that you're making to that? If you've ever been to the original distillery Carolina Moon, it's an old hardware store. Uh so it has the same feel as Second City. Um but uh the bar is here is a lot bigger. Obviously um uh, you know that was by design. Um but the tasting room experience uh, got a little lost, I think, with some of the pivots that were made because of all the changes in the world with COVID and everything else. Uh, yeah, it, ended, know, it ends up looking a lot like a bar when you walk in. It, yeah, absolutely. And and so with that look, I think people it, it changes people's perception or their first impression that, oh, well, you know, where's the distillery? Well, it's in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the changes um, that we've made is to – kind of mimic Edgefield, um, where you come in, you have a taste, there's that entertainment side of the business is to see the business. So you can have a, you can have a flight of that, of pre-prepared, how would you say that Josie pre-batched cocktails that Josie does and changes every couple of weeks, um, that showcase different things from, you know, the transfusion to the, to the, uh, DG mixers to, you know, whether the gin, uh, you name it, but it's to showcase that and show people what can be done with it while also saying, Hey, you can take your flight to the back and listen to me talk about the chemistry of it. If 
you want to. If not, you can stay up front. So you're kind of like intentionally adding an experience to it. Right. Yeah. We want, and that's, that's what we want it to be. We want people to come down and, and kind of, we want people to buy into it. Number one, to say, Hey, I can take my relatives from out of town, my friends from wherever, and I can show them around. You know, I don't have to just go down and plop down at the bar and have a drink, which if you want to do that, that's fine. I mean, that's great. We want you to enjoy it if that's what you do. Uh, But we'd love for all of our our customers to feel some type of ownership to say, hey, I know these folks and I can walk right in the back and show anybody I want to what they do, how they do, and uh, just have that sense of ownership of it um and then um uh, josie's been working on um you know event rentals we've got that really nice pergola on the back mm-hmm. it's got a lady banks rose that's actually just starting to bloom it's just a it's kind of a hidden gem of downtown that unless you walk the river venue. you don't yeah you the don't market notice. does some stuff in that area and yeah it's the really market nice. uses it they'll be starting up this saturday so that we always always welcome them they bring a bunch of people and um it, that's nice to have for sure will um, you be back at the market Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll be with there the, with the bloody Mary bar and all that stuff. That's a question for the, That's a Josie the general question. manager. She says, absolutely. <laughs> there we go. So, and Josie downplayed the cocktails that she comes up with. And if you like the gin, she has mm-hmm. next time you're in, you might've had it the day you were in there. Ask her to make the, the gin cocktail she makes that I think eventually will make its way into a, a can. Was it with grapefruit? Oh yeah, you should definitely it's make that a can. Out of this world, good. Absolutely, so good. She's she's very talented. Hey, you utilize that gin, mm-hmm. and that's another thing too. The distillery, you know, over the short five months, you know, we we when we first got into the canned cocktail space, we were renting the equipment. I mean, there's oh, mobile wow. there's mobile right. canning services that a lot of these microbreweries or even distilleries mm-hmm. use. Um, and so we found uh, D long found people out of Atlanta that would come in what well, originally was twice a month. And then it was like, can you be here every week? And then it was, can you be here twice a week? And then we looked at one another and said, well, it makes sense to buy equipment now. So we, right. we own our own canning line. Now we have our own blending tank, br- bright tanks. Um, we just invested in a, um, every. <laughs> The reason Rick has to go on vacation is because every label is put on by hand. Um, uh, we we've invested in a labeling machine now, so the 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 distillery and the landscape of it has changed drastically over the course of five months, in, yeah. in a in a positive way. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more conversation of David and David talking about the distillery downtown and the changes being made to it. But first. I want to tell you about Augusta's first cannabis company, Augusta Hemp Company. Dr. Melhouse, owner, is a pioneer in cannabis research and development. He has helped thousands across the U.S. get the specific formulas they need. And that's true. Stick around and I'll tell you how. If you've got any questions regarding the research about how cannabis can possibly help with coronavirus, get on over to AugustaHempCompany.com today. Dr. Milhouse and his staff are HIPAA certified and compliant and would love to help you find the perfect formula to suit your needs from CBD to THC. They've got you covered in the AUG. And yes, I just read a script because it's easier. But let me tell you real quick, 
Dr. Milhouse really does have great products. He does a lot of research and he gets the best formulas that are needed to help with your anxiety, muscle pain, maybe you just need to chill. He's got it all and it's all legal. If you have any questions about that, there is an episode that we interviewed him last year that focuses on what he's been doing in his research. Just to let you know, it's all legal, it's all safe, and it's very relaxing. When Rectech was purchased, do you all still have a relationship with Rectech? Absolutely, or, yes. Okay, yes. still have yeah. a great relationship with them. Yes. Y'all yeah. just moved on to a more of a singular situation. That's correct. So the going back to when Dirty Girl first hit the market, Ray and I um, – were, and Ray is still very much involved in this business, and we couldn't do this without Ray's support. He's been a tremendous partner to us. So Ray is still very much involved, but from the beginning, it was understood. I mean, he had a beast of his own being the grill, right. <laughs> the grill company that has just, it's been so amazing to have a front row seat to see what they've done right. and, and, and deserve, they deserve every bit of it. They, they work hard at it. They do a good job. They have an incredible product and they're, customer service is, is, it sets the bar. But, um, we knew from day one that they were kind enough to, um, allow us to share in some of their infrastructure and resources, which to a young emerging brand meant the world. Very right. Y'all know. Yes. Yeah. I mean, oh, so, we know. <laughs> so, um, we, I mean, they were kind enough to share forklifts, man, uh, man hours and warehouse, um, um, help and in, in, in the, excuse me, help in the warehouse. Yeah. Um, and as the conversation started to happen with the private equity group, we understood the writing was, you know, we, we needed to completely separate the private equity group, although they've been wonderful and are very supportive. They, you know, we knew that would be something we needed to do. And quite frankly, the timing was right. We needed our own space too. We were growing on top of one another. So we're still out there on the same campus, if you will. We just rented um, 40,000 square feet on the backside of RecTech, and we have a temporary office location until we figure out a more permanent um, solution. And then obviously with Second City, we're, we're constantly back and forth beating up um, uh, Riverwatch Parkway. Yeah. So um, we, we're, we're at both locations. Okay. So now we've kind of talked about the business model and all that. Um, and we've talked about how you guys came together. Um, I'm curious as to where you guys see the direction of Dirty Girl and Second City, which is now Second City Bottling Company. Is that yeah? Ooh, yeah, beverage, I mean beverage company. Beverage yeah. company. Where do you see that going? Yeah, I, I think you know I don't want it to get Dirty Girl will always be Dirty Girl, and it'll have its own social media outlet as will second city and its staples. And then the they both have different kind of yeah, background yeah. Uh, branding. And in this space, you'll see that all, you'll see that a lot. I mean, we can name a lot of our competitors and half the time people don't even realize their own, but the, the umbrella company is this right. huge company in the industry. So is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah. I mean, it just makes it a little easier from an, a con the consumer standpoint. Yeah. It's not like we're going to be, heavily promoting Second City Beverage Company. We'll still, if it's Dirty Girl related, Dirty Girl's going to get that attention. If it's Crooked Cow, Crooked Cow. If it's if it's the Staples in the Second City. But when we're in buyer's meetings, it 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 
paints a clearer picture, if you will, for that buyer, knowing that we're they're dealing with the parent company that can talk to any of those labels yeah. within the with that falls underneath that umbrella. Yeah. So are you guys talking are you guys in conversation about like adding locations or is it more so focusing on growing distribution right now? Yeah, I th- I, the beauty of it is, is we don't really need to add an additional location. We might have to get creative on space, go vertical, um, find an additional. It'd be pretty cool to yeah. see you guys go vertical where <laughs> you are be. right now. It would <laughs> yes, be. Yes, it would. So I, th- I think that'll be the, the, the hurdles to overcome is from a manufacturing standpoint, mm-hmm to ensure we can continue to scale with the growth. Right. But as far as another distillery here or there, that I don't, that's not in the conversations and doesn't necessarily need to be. Our focus is on growing that brand awareness. We've gone from, you know, distribution just in Georgia to now South Carolina, to Alabama, to Florida, to Kentucky. Kentucky. So we're going to continue to do that. Congratulations. And, well, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, Continue to do that and make sure that we're executing in, the, in those markets and the and the rest hopefully takes care of itself. But to I, I kind of got off topic to get back to what you're saying about RegTech. We still do a lot of um, on air. Um, the, the on air chefs are still very supportive. They'll I've promote seen that. The product. I've yeah. seen John uses the Dirty Girl rubs All the and time. stuff. Yeah. yeah, and and there's more opportunities for that Good. as well. Good. So. Very cool. Let's see. Oh, my last question that I can think of right now. I'm I'm drinking the vodka Rita, which is very uh, surprisingly like sweet and pleasant. I thought it would be more of a like a bitter margarita kind of a thing. So I'm pretty happy about this. But well, good. I'm not here to do product placement. Um, <laughs> we're, we're sitting here with the Bloody Mary, the vodka Rita, the transfusion. Where just a year ago you just had the transfusion. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any ideas of, of where you want to go uh, as far as new drinks coming out? Yeah, I think that, you know, this is the time to release new cocktails. The, you're going into spring. We're going yep. into our busy season. So I think there's enough on our plate to ensure we go out and execute and 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 do what we currently have and do it right. Um, so I think, and I'm not trying to speak for everybody in the room, but I think for this <laughs> spring, summer, we're going to continue to make sure that this is fully distributed, has, you know, good presence in all the stores, make sure we're out there doing hand sales and promoting it, that it gets the attention that it, it in our opinion, deserves. And then um, we'll definitely, like we mentioned, the Crooked Cow, yeah. that'll be hitting the market here sooner rather than later. But as far as the can space is concerned, um, we're still – we're still around the drawing board right now as, as far as when and, and what that may look like. Would y'all ever do a very, very spicy Bloody Mary? I would buy a lot. I love those. my favorite. The it, So we have, as you know, we have three varieties. We have I only mild, drink the habanero. Me, me, too. me too. Me too. Well, that's not true. <laughs> I say, I, I say, I, so we have the mild, the medium, which is flavored with horseradish and the spicy with habanero. If, if you told me I had to pick one, I'm going habanero all day. Same. The horseradish is by far and away in our Bloody Mary space the most popular. I really, believe it's that. the most palatable. Yeah. I mean, it's okay, you know, but it's come on, people. Come I'll on, tell people. You, the, the, if you have not Girl tried pair. this, I would do half and half. Okay, try the, I bet or, that's good. Or just 
three quarters of the habanero. Drink finish half it with the a, can, fill it up the rest <laughs> with the habanero. There you go. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I think it could potentially, you know, anything's on the table. But being new in this space, we had to go with, you know, obviously the most popular. I I'm just curious, and I'm sure other people are curious. Would you ever dabble in the martini space with your olive martini? Mixer in a can in a can. It's definitely it's come up in conversation. It's yeah. different. It's not a thing. Y'all be the first. People but, have asked. Hey, y'all already got yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, we'll never say no. Never say no. Say no. That's right. No, that Josie. She's saying no. She's saying no. Do yeah, the grapefruit. Do the yeah. grapefruit. Do the grapefruit gin. I support that. By the way, do the grapefruit. Um and and so. I'm just like 10,000 feet looking down. You know, you guys are doing these canned cocktails. I haven't heard of a lot of canned cocktail brands. I know they're starting to come out there. Do you guys feel like you have like, I'm asking this because you guys are an Augusta business and we like to see Augusta businesses be really successful. We had on the Freshwater Design Company girls and and we did not know that they were going to tell us this story, but they ended up telling us about how they're these like international like they're all over the country and they're, they bought this, they, they're renting this place downtown so that they can manufacture, so they can keep up with demand. And our minds got blown, but we love to hear about businesses succeeding out of Augusta and, and going out of Augusta and kind of putting Augusta on the map. Where do you guys feel like you are in this kind of canned cocktail environment right now that's out there? I, I do, D-Long, not trying to. And if that's a tough question, of, we no, can. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great question. We feel we're somewhat of a pioneer in our region in this space. Um, obviously, the the I tell you by the way, those two are good together. T bones will serve yeah, half and half, is half great. and half. The transfusion with the vodka rita, um, splash. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Chris is about to taste test it. Yeah, let us know what you it's think. A little floater. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we all know the seltzer space. It's uh, it's there's you like it that good it's good that good so you know the seltzer space we 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 feel, we see that space consolidating yeah right. for sure we, there's there it's, was a lot of people yeah a lot of people rushed to that space um i think it's 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 pretty obvious now the ones that have made it and a lot have you know have not so yeah. i think that space is consolidating you're seeing those brands have been identified as the Coca-Cola and the Pepsis of that space, if you right, will. Right. I, we felt early on when we were talking about this that this space was was very new and and somewhat untapped. So that's why we focused on the full-body cocktail space. Um, yes, you're seeing more people get into the space, but um, the, the ones that are beating us to it, if you will, or, or that are competing with us in the market they're the they're the big boys so i think there's and a lot of them don't do the same stuff as you guys a lot of them do like the old fashions mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. the bourbon drinks and that kind of stuff right and i what think are you drinking i think of ranch water that's what i think of of what the can cocktail yeah, that, yeah. Oh, the that vodka one, that one's one of the most popular yeah, ranch because water. of its simplicity right and that just to kind of add to what David's been saying when he says full body cocktail that that is one of the big differentiators in what what we're doing because your ranch waters and things like that although that particular recipe is 
full body for what it is because of its simplicity, because it's only three ingredients. These, these are closer. If you take a high noon, for instance, that's more of a seltzer that's being sold yeah. into a package store. Yeah. Right. This is uh, akin to a cocktail that if you go to a distillery or a bar and say, I want a Bloody Mary or I'd like a vodka Rita, it's going to taste like what that bartender makes in front right, of you. Right. And a lot of a lot of people get a little not upset, but more just uh bang for their buck, they see a four pack. Mm-hmm. But one can is twelve ounces and one cocktail is usually six to seven ounces. You'll you'll see with uh, ice. With ice. That's with right. ice. Yeah. And so a lot of people need to realize that you're get yes, you're paying for four cans, but you're also getting what is that? Four times you're getting you're, you're getting no you're getting six times eight cocktails two. out of if uh, yeah. from a four pack depending on how heavy handed you are by volume, you'll get six to eight pours out of a four pack. So and that's that's becoming an easier and easier sell mm-hmm. because the consumer as I met, as I mentioned they're earlier to educate themselves. Yeah, right? they're they're becoming more and more educated with right. the space. When we first launched the transfusion, it there was a little bit of a learning curve there mm-hmm. to sell our four pack at twelve ninety nine next to a six pack that's ten ninety nine of yeah, a high right. noon. Yeah. Or however high <clears throat> noon's packed. Um that there was a little bit of a learning curve yeah. there. But but there the consumer understands this space now, which has been been good to see. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And good. That, and and one more thing on top of that, A B V is a big thing too. A lot sure. of a lot of those those types are yeah, gonna they're be all like four percent. Four to five, you know, yeah. where this is this is closer to what uh, uh you know so i'm hearing there's probably not like a 30 rack coming <laughs> well i think i think <laughs> i think there are some ideas on doing a variety pack yeah there's, um, there's some different things I mean, we can do the, the thing about this is 10 it, 10 and 10 baby or, or a, six, <laughs> a six pack like a, a, a golfer's delight you know you start yeah. off with your bloody mary and then midday you have your transfusion you finish with your margarita yeah um i mean there's endless opportunities but um yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to ask one more, and then I'm done. So <laughs> that's a relief. If you guys could make anything that you don't make right now, whether it be tequila, because I know you're not in that field, whether it be a transfusion-type drink or a crooked cow drink, just personally, no commitment, what w- what would you guys want to make? Like, this is no bet. Yeah, yeah, this is no, no bet. Yeah, yeah. This is just, hey, y'all, y'all be what creative. What would be cool? What's your wish list? I know what you're gonna you're you're gonna you say know tequila. What I'm gonna say, yeah, yeah. Long's I've been chasing it for years. Yeah, the tequila. <laughs> yeah, what's stopping yeah. you? Uh, well, nothing really. I mean, is other than we've just got a lot a lot going. Yeah, um, but it, it's just one of those things that we gotta we've got to say okay, you know, it's time. Let's do it. Um, but it's uh it's something I've wanted to do for a while. And tequila tequila's always hot. Oh, it's always especially hot. right now. When you said ranch water, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty partial to the things that we make. But uh, <laughs> if I buy another canned cocktail, it's going to be a ranch water. I love them. I've yet to try one. I love them. You got now the voice a, for ranch water. There's <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> does ranch there's, water. There's, <laughs> that was pretty good. There, uh, there's a couple brands out there that that aren't great, but there's there's a couple that are really good too, and it's. Speaking I mean, of your voice, should we mention that? Yeah. Long? Yeah. Should we? <laughs> 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 I 
Elon claims he has a he can sing. Uh, so really? now would be, be the, the microphone in my face. a good Garth Brooks. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can. <laughs> I can. It's Some good a, old family traditions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Y'all don't. So me. you want tequila, yeah. David? Do you have a wish list item? Can cocktail or a spirit that just something that you you would love to see or taste? I, you know, I this is a sounds like an easy an easy out but i've thoroughly enjoyed since the 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 mergers happened i'm learning so much on the distillery on the spirit side of things that everything's new to me still so um i mean i'm i'm every day learning more and more about the process of the bourbons that we offer from the the weeded to the rye whiskeys to so um i i don't know that i mean i guess from a i'm always out in the field um selling so i i would think from that standpoint probably a tequila would just round out the offering so we're united on that I, yeah no i'm not gonna fight that i mean but it's it's been it's been a lot of fun from a few short months going out into the market and having four mixers to sell to now i literally have an entire portfolio that if if they're not looking for a Bloody Mary. That's fine. We can say, I mean, I, there's something there that I can offer right. that customer that they're interested in. Um, so I would I would probably lean towards the, the tequila as well. I'm, I'm going to put David in the Love hot that. seat, David Bash. What oh, would you yes. like them to put out? I mean, I'm such a big fan of the transfusion. Okay, like, well, that's not I'm, an answer. I'm like fanboying on that <laughs> <Yeah>. still. Um, <laughs> let's see if I, uh, shoot. Something they've never done. You might give them an idea. Because the caramel the caramel thing is another thing that I'm really big on. So I don't know if you guys Cookie like cow. read my diary before you come out with uh, <laughs> <laughs> with recipes, but holy cow. Um, no, I'm not really sure. I think it would be interesting to see you guys do a, um, a, a whiskey canned cocktail because there's a lot of bourbon canned cocktails out there. A lot of them are I was not that say good. The same. There's one Can you read mine? There's one there's one on He's the drawing board. One up yeah. already. Yeah. I'd love to yeah. see a it, bourbon canned cocktail. Was, I think I it would, was the result or a of whiskey, a, not a bourbon. It was the result of a Vegas trip. So, so gotta be good. Uh, is it a canned <laughs> Vegas bomb? Because it, it, I mean, no, no it's those a, need to be one packs. It is. A, it is a canned yeah. cocktail that would. Uh, mine. Mine would be a bourbon coke. Oh yeah. Bourbon simple. coke. Okay. Yeah. Something simple. Mine yeah. would be more complicated. Yeah, I we think. can do that. You would do like Crown and. Diet Definitely Coke crowned. or, you know, Canadian whiskey, <laughs> yeah. whatever y'all do with yeah, that. Yeah. But Crown, just, never heard of him. I would like never heard of, <laughs> I've never met him. I don't know if I've had a ready-made bourbon mm. or whiskey cocktail. I've never had that. A lot of them are not that good. Like, speaking from experience, I yeah. buy them because I'm a wuss. So I like just buying it and drinking it and it's easy. But I haven't seen a lot do, done very well. So I'd be... I'd love to see y'all do one of those, a whiskey. Well, whatever we do, just we let might, us know. We'll come taste it for you. Yeah. We might be yeah, a little. We'll, we'll a little, be glad to have you. A little slower to get sure. to market, but we we like to put our best foot forward. I mean, everything that's in front of you, we use high quality ingredients. We use real yeah. sugar, no artificial sweeteners. As far as full body cocktails, and are that's concerned. how Dirty Girl started. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 D Long on his side has always had the, the always put the same foot forward. Yeah. So. Um, low caloric value. Um, yeah. So we, we really pride ourselves in, in sometimes slow and steady does win the, win the race. Yeah. And, and um, we, we do feel we're early enough to, 
to corner our area of the market, but we certainly want to make sure there's a there's a lot of thought and uh, that goes into every can on the table. So, um, yeah. but but yeah, there is more to come for sure, and, and bourbon is one of them. Yeah, and let's not let the future talk distract from the fact that there's four unique drinks in front yeah. of us that you guys have made in the last two years, and right. that's really impressive. Right. Well, so thank congratulations. You. Yeah, thank you. Chris, I'm going to turn this over to you. We haven't even tried this. And that is delicious. We will have to try this later. Best one in the box. Yes. Yes. I have not ever tried that. Y'all's Bojack is really, really good. So you're a rye, you like a rye guy? You, I'm an all kind of guy. Okay. I like all kind of whiskey. Yeah. Uh, but I've never had the Noble that's, Jones. That's well, there's, really um, I'll throw in, too, the, there's a couple local uh, shops that have handpicked their own barrels of yeah. that that'll be coming out in the next couple of weeks that I would highly encourage you to check out. They came in, tasted, proofed it where they wanted it, and uh, we're actually going to start bottling it uh, Wednesday. So, Well, and I've never tried the uh, Bloody Mary. So either. you shake the Bloody Mary can. I give the yeah, shit. Yeah, a little. Yeah, I just roll it a couple that times. Like that because I'm like over my max. So that, it's like, that that means it has some pepper in it, and it has got some horseradish in it. Horseradish, for sure. <laughs> I gotta try everything. Y'all brought it. I gotta try it. Oh, these are good, aren't they? Yeah, that is. I think good. this is after transfusion. That is very good. This is my second favorite so now. That one's already available in uh, in the market. It was a couple of months before the vodka rita, and um, it's the the reception has been very very positive. Yeah, on nothing that. against the vodka yeah. rita, but this is impressive. No, well, it is good. Impressive. I'm glad you it's like not, it. It's not thick. It's very. It's, I hate thick. Yeah, uh, Bloody Marys because you can only drink half of it yeah. when you're full. I'm not trying to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> so I'm curious. Before we wrap up, you know, with the having to can the cocktails, what's your what's your production for the bottles? Like, how do you? Is it are you losing? with the production of bottles or are you just doubling it no we we actually um you guys have been to the distillery so you you know what our what the space looks like right. but we've actually managed to take the the distilling part and the bottling part and put it in one room okay so the canning line or the cannery however you want to whatever you want to call it <laughs> is in the big room now um so so far one has not taken away from the other. Now we're we're getting busier, uh, right? So, as David mentioned earlier, we'll I'm sure we'll have some challenges with that. But we're mm-hmm. label machine will be in what used to be the bottling uh, the bottling area, so that should alleviate some things that that we thought we might run into with the canning line running more often. Uh, so we've really it, we've doubled it up, and we've got some people on the team that have have put some really good thought into how yeah. to do that. And uh, it's, it's helped a bunch. One more question. Any canned moonshine cocktails? <laughs> That's I never, I've that never around, seen that but ever. I, I but will hey. say we, we, I floated that to, uh, to one of our distributing partners and they were like, no, don't do it. Don't but do that it. that doesn't mean we won't. Right. <laughs> you can and, still do it. And uh, apple cinnamon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, every college student rabbit spit, blackberry, and lemonade would make a wonderful, <laughs> oh, wonderful can. Man, I, that's way better. Than it's really I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> that's way better. It's really good. We just haven't put it in a can, but, but never say never. Never say never. So we usually like to tie the bow with our final question. 
The Drop the Disc question is presented by our friends at Tranner Gray Media. Here at Tranner Gray Media, we are a full-service, award-winning marketing agency specializing in video production based right here in Augusta. We have experience at both the local and national level, partnering with businesses to bring their message to the forefront. Whether you need video, graphic design, digital or traditional advertising, web work, or creative services, we exist to help you tell your story. David Hopkins, we've already asked you this question. Sure. But we asked you about two years ago. So we'll we'll ask you again, but we'll let D Long start. And it's we're drop the disc podcast. We're talking about Augusta and how it's not disgusta. Um, and we like to ask the question: If someone were to walk up to you and talk negatively about the city of Augusta, what would your response be to them? Well, they've not spent enough time here. I'll say this is a a unique spot. Um, knowing it well growing up growing up in this area um it, you know there's a ton of potential here especially downtown i remember what downtown was when i was a kid and it's it's working its way back to that um so it there's a ton of potential here and i'd like to think that that we were a big part of that uh just being in an entertainment spot for people to come and 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 hang out with us and then and then go walk the city and have some of the I mean we've got some of the best restaurants around and mm-hmm. down here so uh just a just a really cool town that's that's about about to pop yeah mine hadn't mine probably hasn't changed much I mean I think thanks to um people like yourself that that are um consistently out there trying to spread the good word of what's happening in the community uh, that combined with what is happening in the community and, 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 and with Fort Gordon, with the cyber command, I mean, the, the Augusta's growing. I mean, there's a lot of transplants if that's the right term yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. that are forced to, to relocate and move to this area. So it's no longer um, a sleepy little town like it used to be, you know, a few I don't know, 20 years ago, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of diversity in the community now, which I think is great. So, um, and then to echo what D long said, I think just challenge your comfort zone, get out and explore the community a little bit. I mean, there are some, I mean, Sean white and what he's done and a lot of, uh, a lot of additional, um, restaurateurs and what they've done locally. I mean, there's some really fine dining and good food here locally. So explore, get out and see what it has to offer. Um, Cause I think that everyone would be pleasantly surprised. Thank y'all so much for being on the show and, but wait, there's more side plug. <laughs> Josie. We've oh, got to we get Josie on the mic, get Josie. Right. but side plug real quick. Uh, Rick and Sean white are neighbors and they have a big battle that they've been having for a while, which is, when are they going to wake up? Rick always tells me that he always wakes up Sean White on purpose. Rick Van? Yeah. I didn't know this. You need to ask him about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, Funny story. I think it's hilarious. That's good. So, so, Josie, we pulled you in for this. Yes. Do you want to hear the question again? No, Or are you no, ready no, to just go right. for it? I'm ready to go for it. Yes. Um, I mean, moving from... A bigger city than this to one of the smallest towns I could ever live in to move back to a real city is I mean there's no reason to hate on it there's so many things to do there's always stuff going on and you know 
to go intact with all the fine dining. I mean, I've been here for two years now, and I still have new places that I've never even tried that I get to look forward to every single week. There's always stuff to do. It's just like David Long said, there's, I mean, so much potential. There's places within five to ten years, I think it could do a complete 180 and be the next best city, you know, that Georgia has to offer. So lots to look forward to. Thank you so much. And for those that want to hear more from David Hopkins, you can go listen to The Dirty Girl Next Door, which premiered March 8th of 2020. So almost exactly a year ago from us recording this on March 14th, which is pretty. What a great name, Two years ago, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. What is the name of the episode? The Dirty Girl Next Door. That's great. And if anybody's watched 90s movies on Comedy Central, you get the reference. I've been called the worst. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank yes. Thanks for bringing Thank all this crap. Yeah, I mean, now, this is so now, awesome. Now we're Holy about to try the Noble Jones. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back with reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in today. We will be back in your ears next week with Jessica Basquette. We're going to be talking about a cool new program coming to Augusta that will be beautifying downtown called Beautify Augusta. So stay tuned. We'll be back with that. And we're wishing everybody a great week. It's just another day on the road to be great. Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate. Another episode of my life to the date. Yeah, and I'ma do it all with a smile on my face. In the land of the free, yeah, the home of the brave. The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes. And never stop the hustle, gotta keep up the pace. I ain't got time to waste, I got moves I'ma make. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the topic is. We gon' talk about it on Drop the Disc. We can dive in on city politics. Or I can brag about my accomplishments If you hating on the city, it is not a fin Problem is that you're probably lacking common sense Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big And you gon' see him here first, don't drop the disc hey. Learn a lot about the 706 About to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop the disc uh. Learn a lot about the 706 to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AG in the mix, just drop the disc Just drop the disc Better drop the disc Gotta drop the disc Drop the disc